Welcome back to Square Horror Minisodes. Um, I'm the master of ceremonies, and I'm here. your Duke of Spook, Danny. Ooh, it's a little weird uh, whenever we switch that up. Yeah, I didn't like it. I started. I'm like, <laughs> well, I have to finish it now. Um, so you've now seen the Forever Purge. Yes, right? theoretically the final Purge movie, but we'll see how long that lasts. Well, it won't be 15 years from now when I write the reboot. Just yes. Saying. Yes. This is yes. Yes. Happen because they have b- presumably bared their cards on the table. That is the best they can do. That's all. That's it. That's it. That's, that's all they got. And I'm like, okay, I'm a razia all of Blumhouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So before we get into this, I'm just going to do you and everybody else a favor and just briefly explain my relationship with the movies. Oh, gosh. Okay. This is just as simple as it gets. I think the Purge movies are cool. In concept. I love the idea of people dressing up in masks and shit and roving around and murdering each other. It seems fun. Okay, we know I'm fucked up. It looks like fun. <laughs> you know what's not fun? Politics. At least to me. It's, it's boring and I don't care. Um, so when you start making the cool thing linked with the boring thing, then I stop liking it. So, that is where we are at. There have been... Four movies before this. Yes. Uh, for the first three, they named them fucking perfectly. And then I guess the guy that did the naming got hit on the head and uh, then couldn't think of cool names because they <laughs> named the fourth movie, the fourth movie that's the prequel, The First Purge. Could have been The Purge Inauguration, uh, The Purge First 100 Days in Office. I don't know. Some other thing to keep with their politics thing that they like doing. Those are just some free ideas. <laughs> then they said, we're making the last movie, man. Calling it, ready for it, the forever purge. Yep. Because it, it's going to last forever, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. So it's a purge that's going to end things. You can call it fucking, I don't know, purge Armageddon, purge apocalypse. Do, any various awesome death metal thing you could <laughs> call it. Because the Purge is a death metal cover and a death metal cover only, because it looks fucking awesome. They're like, <laughs> okay, there's like more to it. Mm-hmm. That being said, on my drive back, actually right before I graduate, on my drive back from uh, Garden of the Gods, um, I saw the trailer had dropped for the Forever Purge. Watched it. I'm like, all right, let's let's see what's going on. And the movie looked fucking fun. It looked mm-hmm. fun. Which I hadn't, I mean, I hadn't felt since the third one. Um, it's it looked so good, and they had Nightmare Cowboys in it. I'm Your like, favorite, bro. That's what I've been saying during COVID. I was like, if things get worse, man, I'm just gonna become like a a evil cowboy, Nightmare Murder Cowboy, and just go. Yeah, Nightmare Cow. Well, remember when I told you it was nightmares because nightmares you don't always die. That's true. Think about that with your brain. <laughs> drop something. <laughs> um, so that's where I was at. I'm like, okay, the movie looks good. I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach and I went to go see it. Um, I went. We went like literally the night before it opened. Um, so it was like the second of July. Mm-hmm. They like to come out on like Fourth of July weekends. Yeah, because America. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. 
I thought it was better than the last one, and that's literally all I needed. I think okay. it's just because I had my rec- my expectations were very very low. Obviously, it was on worse than I anticipated, but because my my anticipation was so you know, I was like, eh, I guess it'll be fine. Yeah. I wasn't super disappointed, so I could see its merits more, which I think for this show was good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so what did you think? About so it? I had a little different, um, viewing experience than you, I think, because, um, I saw it on a Tuesday night on one of our days off <laughs> at the show, um, in a very small theater. Um, did you guys all go? Yeah. We, the whole cast went cause we had Yay. just seen black <laughs> widow and we double featured it after we got Applebee's in between the two. Um, okay. And when we got to the theater, um, it was a pretty packed house considering it, the movie had been out for about a week and a half, two weeks at that point. Yeah. Um, but what really, what really ground my gears for lack of a better phrase, um, we had like eight kids who were between like 14 and 15 behind us. Oh, come on. It's rated R. They can't get in there. That's what I was saying. And so we had them behind us the entire movie which kind of it makes it a little bit harder to enjoy some movies when yeah. there's just dumb people around you. I've had so many Blumhouse movies ruined because of shitty high school kids. I had one Blumhouse movie that was um, helped by shitty high school kids, but most of the Which time Which one was it? Ma. Oh, yeah, Spencer. that one that one was better with with people to make fun of it. Oh yeah. Well, and it was kind of fun cuz there was one kid in that group that was genuinely getting scared by it and that was just so much fun Jesus. to watch. That's that's kind of funny. Um yeah, I did I don't know if I talked about it but during the Conjuring 3, like they have that thing at the very beginning that's like based on a true story mm-hmm. and like it was annoying after a while but at first it was funny. A kid was like, "It's based on a true story? This real?" Uh-uh. And he got up and like left the theater oh, for like my God. 5 minutes <laughs> and I'm like I kind of if he commits to this, I think this is fucking funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we saw it. It was like it started around like eight o'clock on a Tuesday night, and we had just watched Purge Election Year beforehand because Kelly hadn't seen fucking it. Love that movie. I, lo- man. I think it's really a solid flick, and I knew this one was going to take place after that. Yeah, um, and I do really like that early on they um, deal with the fact that that happened. But it didn't last. Where the vi- one of the of, first things is yeah. that it didn't matter, which we all kind of saw coming. I kind of was hoping that they just did what they set up at the end of election year, where people were just rioting. Yeah, I thought it, it was just going to be that because it would have been hoped topical, for that, it been cool, and it would have made better sense than just. And then it got worse. I'm like, what? No, it didn't. It was fine. Yeah, it was uh, it was a choice, but I did still really enjoy the movie because, again, when it comes to the Purge movies, I'm not looking for great cinema. I am looking no. for a fun action romp with some cool ass characters and some creepy masks. Yeah, we all are. Everyone but the filmmakers wants that. <laughs> Like the filmmakers are like, we gotta say we gotta have a message. I'm like, no, you don't. You have literal evil demon bunny mask people. Mm-hmm. The movie is not gonna be taken seriously. Yeah, like you're not Get Out, man. Like, 
You're the purge. <laughs> yeah, for You're sure. Basically, the strangers legalized, which has been my theory the whole time. That is a terrifying thought. Yeah, uh. that's what th- I will get more into this with the actual purge episodes mm-hmm. because I have a lot more that like I will actually make sound competent. But the scariest <laughs> thing to me is not classism because that's real. And like, yes, yeah, it's, it's scary. But, like, I think that there's scarier things, and, like, horror movies work best when they're in the unknown. Mm-hmm. And the thing about The Strangers, which we sort of talked about when we covered the first movie, um, was if it's just sheer, random, wanton, unhinged violence. Yeah. And if you can, if those people can take off their masks and go back to their daily life, having just murdered someone for the sheer fuck of it, the purge is the macro version of that where you could have someone that you think you're cool with. Like the purge kind of goes into it like a little bit here and there, mostly in like anarchy mm-hmm. where it'll be like some little thing that you do could piss someone off so much to the point that on the purge, they dress up in a full fucking like pig carcass costume and come in with like a machete and just murder you. Yeah. That's horrifying. And then if they fail or if fucking worse, if they succeed, they go back to work, just nothing's wrong. Yeah. Someone goes, huh, I guess Danny's not there anymore, and there's just fucking Randy going, <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Like, that's fucking scary as shit to me. Yeah. Because it's like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where it's just like, they just don't understand that what they're doing is completely deviant and horrible. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is fucking way scarier than... Can you believe that the white rich people don't like brown people? I'm like, no, I know that. There's yeah. literally all of history to to support that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see a horror movie where they're like, all oh, crime's legal. What crazy shit's going to happen? Uh, genocide. I'm like, oh, what? Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. And this movie, I was going into it expecting it because I'm like, okay. The Purge election year came out July of 2016 mm-hmm. before the election. But, like, the little fun hook of it was the expression, like, the, the, the expression, the tagline was, uh, keep America great. Mm-hmm. This is before they adopted that moniker. Before, but This is back when it was still just make America great again. Mm-hmm. This, like, kind of was, like, a play on that. But it was just kind of like a silly, silly fun time thing. Yeah. Because nowhere in the movie are there, like, any real-life equivalents, at least politically. Because yes. they made this movie, like, a year before. Mm-hmm. This time, I'm like, okay. This has been kind of churning for a couple of years. What's it going to We've just had the Capitol riots. We, you know, yeah. a lot of things are kind of, there's a lot of anger with protests and there's all this shit going on. And I'm like, okay, so a Purge movie that comes out now is just going to feature that mm-hmm. and only that. And the pur- the first Purge did that sort of. Um, yeah. This movie, I was like, they're not going to hold back. It's no. going to be just boom in your face. And it kind of was, but not in a way that was super, like, it was kind of silly because, like, it could have been realistic, cause, but mm-hmm. I think they they scaled it down so that it wouldn't be too real. Yeah. Like, those people at the end who are, like, the equivalents of just, like, white supremacists who are, like, doing the big purge movement. Mm-hmm. Like, they made them kind of dopier and dumb and, like, yeah. less. So that I think they did that on purpose because they're like, this is, like, too real. <laughs> I will say, this one, I fully anticipated, because, like you mentioned, we've had a lot of things happen in the past 12 months or so that have just been intense. 
um, all around. Do you remember what life was like in like 2009 when like there weren't real like problems every day? It was just kind of like world's fucked, man. But hey, Halo 3 is cool. Yeah. <laughs> but so I was expecting this to be a lot more political than it was. And it may have just been like how I watched this movie, but this is one of the lesser political purge movies, at least outright with it. I think it's the, it's the least political, political purge movie Yes, because it's straight up about immigration. It's like without a doubt, like they are pulling on very modern things, Mm -hmm. but they did it in a way that was like, because they like kind of goofed it down to the point that I didn't take it seriously. Yeah. I think that's why I enjoyed, like I let it slide Mm because it wasn't too real, but it also like wasn't really good. Like there was parts of it obviously that were very good. But, like, if you wanted a, like, good, like, you know, representation of this as a struggle, this is not the movie. Like, that's yeah. going to support anything. No. Um, the only thing it's going to support is that all Native Americans are secretly, like, badass warriors. Yeah. <laughs> like, those two old Native American guys just were like, we know some tricks. And I'm like, oh, okay, you're just Nightwolf now. There's your Mortal Kombat. There it is. <laughs> Woo. It's got to be there. I walked into it. Because yeah. oh, the whole movie I was sitting watching it with Zach and I was taking everything in me not to go, Nightwolf. <laughs> um, but they did have my uh, my new favorite actor who I've just I've started to see him more and more since this movie. Uh, but the guy that plays like the main white guy who's just like the son of the rancher. Uh huh. That dude. Uh, he's shown up uh, in most things I've been watching lately. Uh, particularly in American Psycho, he's just like one of the young dudes that's like also in the interesting. Um, But I'm like, fuck, man, like that's weird. He's just shown up all over the place. But Mm -hmm. uh, he had kind of like a, like he was supposed to represent like the middle between the left and the right. And I'm like, this is what you think people that are on the fence are like. Ooh. Yeah. Because he was just, like, a shithead. <laughs> well, yeah, and he definitely, he at least, how do, how do I put this? Um, he, he got redeemable some, later. Yeah, he had some growth yeah. throughout. Which I, I appreciate. I'm like, he didn't just make a straw man, you made him kind of okay. But, yeah, he started a little bit more <sighs> overtly racist. him to, yeah. <laughs> well, because, like, I was watching it, and I'm, like, sitting where was Zach, especially, like, towards the end when they, like, encountered those white supremacist guys, mm-hmm. and they're just talking, and I'm like, Nobody talks like this. No. Like, people on, like, even the people that, like, would be doing that in real life, they don't talk like that. Yeah. Like, they know they got to sound a little cooler than they they actually are. Uh-huh. So they double down on being scary as fuck. Yeah. Which this Purge movement could have been, but wasn't. And I was glad for it. Mm-hmm. Because, like, they got a little too real with the first Purge by literally having dudes dress like the clan murder black people. Yeah. I'm like, I think you need to skip. T- Let's pull it pull back the, a little pull, bit. Pump the brakes, man. Pump the brakes, man. Whoa, hold on. Let's dress some guys up like Nightmare Aaron Black Cowboys and send them on. Because, unfortunately, I, I still fell for the Purge bait where I watched the trailer and was like, this will be the movie that they break their cycle. Yeah. This will be the one that they say, no, no, there's other things. Because the guy that, like, holds up that ranch family, he's, like, their ranch hand. He uh-huh. comes in with all of his buddies. He's like, the rich don't care about us. 
this purge is your way of exploiting us. Mm-hmm. So if we just never stop, then it's like an eat the rich kind of message. I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, man, we need more of that shit in this country. And then it immediately falls onto, no, it's used as white supremacists. You guys fight each Like, businesses are like, you guys just fight each other until we just keep making money off you. And I'm like, ah, oh, Forever Purge, you were so close to something that, like, really needed to be said. Mm-hmm. And then you went, no. Yeah. It's about it's about immigration. I'm like, oh, no. Well, yeah, and my favorite thing is I was sitting between um, Kelly and Tori for this movie because Kelly wanted to watch me watch this movie, and I wanted to watch Tori watch this movie. Well, because um, she liked Electioneer. She told she me did, she did, yeah. Because I like your fucking rules. I was like, she's, she likes action horror more, so I can't wait to get her involved in no. some more action horror franchises. Because we were talking about how, because we had just done Saw 4 when we were up there, and I'm like, you should watch Saw 5. You would like it. And I told her, I'm like, watch Silence of the Lambs. Watch 7. Yeah. Yeah, she does really well with thrillers. But so, like, it was the first, like, 30 seconds, and there was some, like, half-assed joke about, like, Mexicans or immigration. And I just turned to Kelly and went, so that's what this movie's about, huh? All right. Dude, let's do this. They started out saying that, like, in the trailer, like, people are fleeing to Mexico. I'm like, oh, we're doing, like, a isn't it ironic thing that we're fleeing literally like the government fighting terrorists like on our own so we're fleeing to mexico i'm like oh wow you're so funny like oh hi i see what you, you're so intelligent sorry it's just been done so many times at this point i'm like do something else man yeah it's just like i said it's just so real and i'm like i don't want to be reminded of what you're gonna make happen because you keep forcing people to hate each other when he could be like, hey, uh, let's kill all those rich people. Yeah. Yeah, but all that aside, it is very much an enjoyable ride. I'm sorry for getting so political. <laughs> no, so I don't. Frankly, I, I think to. it's hard for a conversation about the Purge movies, which aim right. themselves to be political. I think it's really difficult for us to have a conversation that doesn't come into the topics because that's just what they cover. And I can't wait for when we actually do cover the movies because then we'll get a little bit more into um, some of the other things that these movies have to offer. But in a quick synopsis like this, it's very much we have to be able to talk about it or else we're not talking about or we're not doing the movie any justice by talking about just some parts of it and ignoring the major themes. That's that's actually a really good point. That's a great way of how we can approach those movies is that like listen just just taking the good parts is gonna make you just not like the movies if you actually look at it as the whole of its you know it's not it's the sum of its whole then you're gonna see okay while it's flawed it's good all around yeah which every time i watch a purge movie i'm reminded of it's just when I think about the purge, it makes me think about what I view. It's a, again, it's all completely personal to me. Mm-hmm. What I view as a wasted potential for a story. Yeah. Because and I'm sure we'll talk about it on the fucking episodes too. Because I'll I'll put it in there. Um, the book that I've been writing since my senior year of high school is based on the purge. Mm-hmm. And I, it was after I watched Electioneer in theaters because the trailer got me so excited for it. That I started thinking about because the movie ended and I'm like, that's kind of like the end of the purge. They've made it outlawed. 
uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, the next movie obviously should be a prequel, and, and obviously it ended up being a prequel. But I was like, I'm gonna like kind of do my own thing, mm-hmm. and I was operating more on my angle where I'm like, I think it's way scarier that like this happens at all. Um, so I had to be like, okay, well, how would we get from like our normal times to like the bonkers times of the purge? Like, yeah. no one's dressing up in masks and going out and killing people. Like, that's not happening immediately. There needs to be a thing that sparks it. Absolutely. So I have the whole night be, um, they do this in the first purge too, where they have like evaluation nights where like they have like a closed experiment. They call it the experiment in the first purge. Yeah. I called them, like, evaluation nights, like, just because the cities were in death, because the economy was terrible, obviously the purge needed to happen, because they came out of, like, economic ruin. Uh-huh. So, it was, like, you know, they offered cities money to, like, sponsor this, so they could, like, hold evaluations to see, like, how they could f- mold it, and, like, what what it was gonna be. So, the one that was, like, the actual first night... The, the first, like I called it the inaugural purge because I'm like call it that call the you know uh-huh. uh I'm like it's a good idea um so instead of it being you know exactly what the first purge was it was just kind of nobody did anything a lot of people just had parties and just kind of were generally shitty uh-huh but the second it started because I have it taking place in Chicago because I'm like oh you guys did L.A. you did you know California you did um. DC wouldn't mm-hmm. Chicago be cool and then they ended up doing New York City for the first purge yeah and I'm like Chicago would be cool so I have this uh, group of purgers like they're the first people that wear the masks and shit because they're all representing like the seven deadly sins because mm-hmm. uh, I thought it'd be fucking cool because I was you know 18 and was like this would be fucking awesome yeah <laughs> and it it is so um <laughs> but I also wanted to make it like not just like a slasher like a horror book but I also was like I want to write these characters really well. Mm-hmm. Um and like how they're viewing it and like kind of build the lore of what I thought the purge movies would be cool with where it's like it's not about what people end up using the purge for it's what it why it makes people turn into this mm-hmm. and like so much pent-up aggression is going to like manifest itself physically um so i'm like i think that was really cool especially because i named like it was the seven deadly sins and like their leader was like the devil mm-hmm. so it was like literally like an apocalypse like a revelations type thing like the four horsemen of the apocalypse show up and kill everything it's like a nation that's rebirthing itself is literally being like sacrificially murdered by its own sins. Uh-huh. Um, I think in my head it sounds way cooler than how it would be in a movie, which is why I'm writing it as a book and I'm changing it so it's more original now. But mm-hmm. um, So they keep making these movies and I'm like, oh, I just keep can't help but like equate my universe to that because that's where mine came from. Yeah. Um, I promise I won't talk about the book on the Purge episodes because it's its own thing. And if I ever get that published, we'll, we could talk about that yeah. some other time. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, I, for this one, some solid things that came out of it are, like all of them, the masks. Fucking yeah. everyone in it looks awesome. The Nightmare Cowboys look amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, the fucking Demon Bunny Rabbit people are great. Um, the show that the Purge show that was on uh, A and E or something like that, mm-hmm. the USA Network. Yeah, they had like a group of like nuns, like from the fucking the movie The Town, 
and oh, they were going wow. around doing shit. And I'm like, fucking, that's what's cool about the Purge, man. I want to see the masks because uh-huh. they always are look fucking. They're so creative. Um, so yeah, this movie gets that. And I mean, I got a poster for the Forever Purge also. Hell yeah! It's the one of the dude with the big fucking hat on with the horns coming out. Mm-hmm. All the Purge movies have really cool posters. Yeah. Um, like I have the one for the first Purge hanging up in my in my room at school, and now this one will probably go right next to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, like. I think that that was the selling point for me. So I'm like, that's why I wanted the poster. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like, I just a minute for the cool shit. <laughs> well, and I really like some of the action sequences in this movie. I thought they were really well put together and they use some things that I always love in action horror when um, things that aren't normally thought about as weapons are used as weapons. Like that's one of the reasons I love um, the Belko experiment with mm-hmm. it, some of its kills later on. But like, I remember some of the really interesting fight fighting when they're in like the desert in between or in the native land. Yeah. I really liked how they shot some of those different altercations because it was just it so was fun. Interesting. It was like a big shootout. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I'm kind of digging this. It was really fun, and I loved the guy who was just strapping dynamite to his arrows and lighting it up before yeah. he shot it. They just met these, like, Native Americans who were like, we'll handle this. Yeah. And I'm like, fucking, yeah, man, this is the best. Yeah. I guess the thing that I that I come back to with that why I didn't hate it is all the characters, I don't hate any of them. They're no, all, like, yeah. actually interesting characters. Like, even the ones that are shitty, like that guy we already talked about, mm-hmm. he's got, like, a redemptive arc later on. And, yeah. Um, like, him and his sister and his wife, who's, like, pregnant... Um, you know, they're just, they just need to get the hell out of there. And, you know, they have a, uh, their nanny and a guy that works on the ranch with them. Like they're from Mexico. So they're trying to get them south of the border. You know, it's just like, they're just moving together and they're kind of like learning that through their differences, they also, you know, they can still kind of get along. Yeah. And I'm like, I kind of like that because that was the realest part of the movie. Like the way those people interacted, I'm like, because at the end of the day, yeah, they're different, but like. They're still living life together. Like, it's not like they don't have the same types of problems, too. Yeah. Like, obviously, everyone's got different problems, but some people have the same problems. I mean, they are both about to be murdered by extremists. Like, that's a problem they share. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, if by even that, that you can kind of find um, solidarity with your fellow man, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what the somewhat positive message of this is like, hey, even though it seems like this country is literally in the middle of a civil war and we culturally are, at least everyone is going to be okay if you guys just stick together. Yeah. Like, you don't have to agree. You just, listen, we're just trying to get through life safely. You know, we don't have to resort to killing each other. We can just agree to disagree and maybe see that some of our differences make us more alike. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what, Forever Purge? Thanks. Yeah. I actually kind of like that. I was like, a little bit of positivity. Yeah. All the other movies were just like, isn't racism fucking horrible? I'm like, yes, yeah. I, yes, I agree. We talked about this with Rise of the Lycans. I'm like, I, I'm with you that slavery is bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember which one of us had the problem with it. Or like, maybe we just were like, is this movie assuming people are going to think slavery is okay? Yeah. Oh, I'm man. Like, remember Underworld <laughs> months Oof. ago? Yeah, that, oh my gosh. Time moves, my that was the last. That was the last series we did. Yeah. 
Is that weird? Oh man, time moves, man. Literally, if you look at all of just brief aside, if you just look at all of our episodes on Spotify, I feel like it's none. But like, I'm literally like, this is a whole year almost that yeah. we've been doing the show, and we're only almost at like episode forty, I think. Yeah, I think we just passed forty. No, we didn't. No, I think we're There's at no th- way thirty-eight or 30. thirty-nine now. Yeah, we're getting know, there. We'll tell if this. Yeah, we're getting up there. We still have to talk about what we're gonna do after this, because <laughs> we don't yeah. know yet. We have a bunch of ideas, so like we will. It's just do a matter of what obviously. it will be. Yeah, yeah. We just gotta like plan it, especially because we'll be basically getting back closer to the end of August, and then we're half a month away from Spooktember and our anniversary, our first yeah. year anniversary as a podcast, which is gonna be cool. We almost made it a year. Woohoo! Again, it hasn't felt like it. It's felt no. like so much longer. Yeah, <laughs> it just felt like this thing that we just also did in the meantime, and I'm like. That was months. That was months ago. Like, we did Alien, and I'm like, that was a month and a half of time. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'll never forget that fucking Alien Isolation game. Oh, we're, we're never going to release that. <laughs> oh, no. Never. <laughs> but Do you I, still have it, to, like, for us? <laughs> I think so. I think I still have it somewhere. Good, 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 good. Because you want to uh, hold on to that. Oh, God. Yeah. We're gonna have to go back into that saw game one day too. Yeah, we gotta Maybe finish it. Bonus episode. We gotta yeah. get through the I've, second well, half. Well, I've heard, I've also heard nothing but shit about the sequel. So even if we can't find it, it's not the end of the world. We've got the good game. We got yeah. the first game. Uh, we just gotta beat it. We just gotta get. <laughs> we just gotta get through those shitty, shitty people. I am not smart enough to beat it. <laughs> you lack the patience to beat it. And together, together, we stand we a chance. Might be able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I also sometimes lack the, like, rapid eye movement for it because I get dizzy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe it was just because of Alien Isolation and the TV and the angle and all that shit, but, like, I part of the reason I want that episode to never see the light of day is because I literally just, I'm just, I feel like garbage. Uh-huh. And I'm just saying shit. I'm like, well, oh, I just want to die right now. <laughs> but yeah. fucking people are over and we're playing Alien. What a time. What a time. Okay, um, that can kind of conclude our mini-sode on The Purge. Um, I hope that this is the third or fourth mini-sode we've dropped because we owe you guys that much. Yeah, we've got a lot that should We've got be at least now. two to release. I think we should. We have the one between four and this one, hopefully. Between right? Saw 4 and 5, yeah. Yeah, 4 and 5, and then, I mean, this one can go after 5, yeah. right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, we have a bunch of them to talk we ha- about. We have a bunch that we just need to release at this point. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like if we're already back at school and, like, we're about to start a new, like, series or whatever, if we still have them, we'll just release the rest of them. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, here's more shit that we, we're going to get into. Because then we're it's not like we can stop because we're going to have to keep doing bonus episodes that we just normally would do mm-hmm. because we're going to be seeing all these movies now. Like, Candyman will be out. Don't um, Breathe 2 will drop. Yeah, Don't Breathe 2, Malignant. Yeah. Um, Escape Room 2. Yeah, once I'm finally able to see that, because it didn't come to our theater, so I'm going to have to wait till that one comes Is out on TV. Is it out already? Yeah, that one dropped this past week. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, my theater didn't get it, but... I so, mean, DVD release will be yeah, our we'll just, time. We'll just buy it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, speaking of buying, I have Spiral now, so when... 
we are spiral will be the weekend that we're all, what we are all back at school will mm-hmm. be the weekend that we record and release that one so we'll all be together and i'll have spiral so we can all watch it yeah and uh talk about it mm-hmm. and then move on from saw uh, yeah for now at least for now at least there's always more to come back to yes <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. All right. Instagram the the underscore square horror podcast. Email, email us square horror podcast gmail dot com podcast. Send us money, or <laughs> food or something. I don't know. <laughs> Come back soon, Danny. I'm, this is not the same. We yeah. recorded in person. Now I'm like I don't want to not record in person anymore. Yeah, we really we really messed ourselves up by doing that because that was just a yeah. fun night. We literally got so much done, and when those episodes come out, like. They are streamlined. They are like our Saw Four episode, like I think is our best episode yet. Yeah, like it was just perfect, and all of the like side story content we were gonna release for it is perfect. Mm-hmm. And we gotta capture that lightning essence in the fall again. Yeah, well, once we're back together, I think it's easier because Zoom is great for being able to talk from three states away, but it is not the same. Yeah. No, I mean, and that drive was worth it, obviously, to hang out with you guys, but that drive is a drive. It, it really is. Children. <laughs> Alrighty, man, I will let, you, I will let us go. Yeah. Good night, and uh, good luck. Yeah.